Hey friends, welcome back to Beam Voice. Today I have the pleasure to talk to Chris from Beam Corner. Hi Chris, how are you doing? Thank you for Hi. joining me. Hi Petra, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure. I'm really excited about this talk and to find out more about you. So let's start with that. Tell us few words about yourself. Hi, everyone. Hi, Petru. My name is Krzysztof Wojcow. So originally, I'm coming from Poland, where I finished my bachelor studies. And to write my master thesis, I moved to Norway. It's been already nine years that I've been working and living in Norway. So for almost six last years, I have been working as a bridge designer in one of the biggest consultant companies in Europe, Sveco. And I work till there as a parametric design specialist when I'm developing scripts for the project, model-based project. So that was my work site and at my hobby, I'm doing Beam Corner as you Petru. Uh, already familiar with guys. I know that uh, Ignace and Martin already been at your podcast. And Conrad. And Conrad as well. Yes, already more than uh, 60% have been at your podcast. So that's cool. So there is some tool, uh, just two guys, two guys left. left. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to complete the, the entire team, of the course. Whole. So, <laughs> so it may be on your YouTube, it will be like a playlist with just Beam Corner guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why not? That's definitely a good idea. <laughs> yeah. So I will not introduce Beam Corner, so for sure the guys already did it, but we are just working uh, six guys over three years on the Beam Corner. We All of us are working in Beam in the ice industry in Norway, around the Oslo, and everyone is working in different companies, some of them in consultant companies, some of them on construction companies, but all of us are working with a Beam in the different disciplines from different approaches. Once we just met in the Oslo, in the one of the bar and we grabbed some beers and we have decided, okay, let's share our experience with the rest of the world. And for now, I just checked some statistics before this meeting and almost 1 million visitors have wow. visited our pages on Beam Corner. So it's just showing the potential and just showing the interest of Norwegian development in the construction industry. Something also quite important, I would say, how many followers? You broke 30,000 followers on LinkedIn as well, right? We are coming almost to 35. So wow. uh, we are one of the biggest Beam blogs about Beam technology in the whole world. So so yeah, that's a funny thing. When that's we start, very impressive. Yeah? That when we started, so... We just thought about, okay, we can just share our experience and let's do this for fun. And now some of us even uh, already decided to quit job and just to work on just on the Beam blog. Yeah, that's very inspiring, you know, and that's very important. Like, I'm really happy you did that. I learned a lot from your blog, guys, any of you from a lot of posts. Maybe I learned the least from you because I never did parametric design. I never did grasshopper. Sorry about that. So I need to, I need to uh, give a good, give good lesson today. <laughs> no, but it's not like I did not use Grasshopper at work just, uh, and I, I just did not invest time in that. But like, it's very important uh, and uh, very inspiring this journey. And a lot of people have learned from you. And this is something we need more of. This is something we lack. And that's why you have the unexpected success that you maybe did not think about when you started it. Because actually there is a huge vacuum in this and it's much appreciated and i would not be surprised if at some point any all of you will say that 
yeah, you don't you work for uh, your own companies because you are getting that point. Yeah, more or less. I I hope it's going in this direction. I already took this uh, step, so I already this year I decided to quit my position and just to dedicate it my work on creating a learning platform. So yeah, so this is I think that I hope that as you said that all of us are will go in this direction like finally. Yeah, you know, this is uh, there is also something interesting about the economy not necessarily only only in our industry, but it becomes more and more fragmented, you know, more and more small companies or freelancers. This becomes the norm in more situations. And because people want to have a bit more control on their time, right? They want to choose more. And companies understand that. And who is tailoring their offering to that? They can keep talent and keep working with talent. Otherwise, they just need to retrain people or yeah, just find the other solutions. Yeah, and for people it's just working with more fun things. That's like people more interested in another stuff to do, not maybe projects, but another like blogs and uh, teaching others. So this is all another like perspective. Exactly, exactly. And the very important one, right? We need something like this kind of information or teaching that you are doing, which is very practical. This is something that is lacking. You know, yeah. I think so this, this is, is this is what is uh, like Beam Corner stands out from the rest that actually we are not connected with any software developers and any software providers. So actually we are just writing what we are using in practice in the one of the biggest projects in the Norway. Yeah, yeah. So that's also what I embrace. Maybe some people think that I'm hired or that I own any open source software because I talk like a maniac about open source. But no, nobody's paying me anything. I just do it because we don't have options right now. And we need to have options for tools and for education, which is also like, oh my God, tell me a bit more about the other stuff. Like you have more. You just say a bit about your work, but mm. you have more work, right? Yeah, uh, when I have decided to quit my job, I also started to work at the university as an academic lecturer. So first, this year, the beginning of this year, I started uh, on the Ziggurat. Maybe you heard about this school. Yes, it's uh, one of the biggest online schools like, dedicated to uh, architectural engineering construction industry. So I have my lectures together with the Kondrat Naborczyk from the Beam Corner, when we share our experience on the VDC, Virtual Design and Construction Methodology. And newly, I started to also be an academic guest lecturer on the NTNU, Norwegian Technology of Science and Technology in Trondheim. So it's a, like a new part of my career, which I really exciting because I love to share my knowledge and I love teaching others. Mm -hmm. uh, so, and especially that everything is connected with uh, parametric design. So this is what I'm looking forward to share knowledge most. Yeah. And of course, don't forget to mention your website, Learn Grasshopper. This was my main reason to start my own company, because I really had this feeling that, okay, the Grasshopper, like with this uh, Rhino attitude that is coming to more and more collaborate on different softwares. Mm -hmm. uh, so I just realized that there's more and more disciplines that can work in this way. So at the beginning, I just thought, okay, this is just a thing for architects mainly because the parametric design is associated with architects and mm -hmm. like crazy shape, organic shapes. But afterwards, we used uh, Grasshopper and parametric control a lot, a lot to the bridges because everything which is going to be aligned with the road. So it's a really hard and difficult to model. 
all the tunnels, all the bridges needs to follow. And of course, curvature can change. So there's lots of parameters and parametric design is perfect for that. So you can apply all the changes. But afterwards, when I've been introducing Grasshopper to my company, I just realized that actually every single discipline can use it. So afterwards, I just saw like geotechnical uh, NGE, Norwegian Geotechnic Institute, that also mm -hmm. implement and put a lot of effort into developing of Rhino and Grasshopper script into geotechnics mm -hmm. and the road designers and the rail designers, Electro. So it's coming more and more. And I and when you see the portfolio of all the uh, users using a Rhino and Grasshopper. So you can start from the shoe industry to the medical architecture and robotics. So it's just expanding. So it's like a snowball that's going and just coming more and more disciplines is coming on this way of working. Yeah, that's very good. Automation, it is already very important and uh, it becomes more and more relevant. Like uh, if you want to be competitive, you need to automate stuff and parametric design is one of the things that we do we can do about that yeah actually it's a like a first step that actually we engineers can take because it's hard even for me i'm not a programmer i never programmed before my history is that i uh, at my high school i was really like my parents would like to say that yeah maybe it will be best for you if you're going to be an it developer because uh, industry is changing Mm -hmm. uh, and I said, okay, maybe I will try. But afterwards, I just with the Pascal or another like simple languages, I just I just felt that it was not for me. I don't know. Back then, maybe it was a matter of me or I haven't seen the practical potential of that or maybe teacher was not that good. But on the high school, I said, no, it's not for me. I'm going for construction industry. But afterwards, when I saw Grasshopper, I just thought, okay, this is something I really like it. And <laughs> it's like introducing level. It's much, much lower than learning Python or even C Sharp. So that's why it's like a first step that engineers can do. And it's lots of fun. And it's really easy to just grab some components that someone else just created and use it at your work. I would dare to say that it maybe it's a, a less popular than uh, Dynamo. Dynamo has a bit more traction because of people using Revit, right? But is like you can do more advanced things and it's better performing uh, Grasshopper, right? I don't want to uh, diverge now and to go into uh, this kind of conversation, but uh, there are many people using Dynamo, right? So Yeah, but main, uh, ma mainly mainly because of uh, Revit, right? Yeah, because the, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah, a limitation. Yeah. You cannot work with different softwares, uh, Dynamo. Yeah. And this is like a blocking thing because when you are making calculation in hmm. sophistic FEM design, so actually you need to create new parametric model in another software. Okay, but then uh, you can use Grasshopper with other softwares. Like you cannot do everything in Rhinoceros, right? You need to use another platform. Like you use Tecla, definitely. I know that Grasshopper works uh, well with Tecla for yeah. bridges and. That's correct, but actually, my answer will be, of course, for example, create like drawings or make like a really complicated calculation. So actually, everything you can do with Rhino. So for example, if you would like to have just a beam model of a structure. So you don't need any Tecla and no neither Revit license. So mm -hmm. to generating BIM models or Rhino is just enough. And you have also open source calculation software plugins. So actually you can calculate all the structure in the Grasshopper. So my answer will be, yeah, you can use just Rhino and the Grasshopper to create your project. Is there any way to export it to IFC? 
Yeah, there's uh, several wells with all the information. So there is uh, additional plugins that you need to install, but there's several of them. I know maybe four or five already of them that okay. actually can make an object and put it all the information in the structure that you need and generate IFC. So I see that there's a huge change in the industry. It's actually why you should pay lots of money for the softwares that you are just generating BIM models. For example, we are using a lot of Grasshopper and maybe 90% sometimes work is just going from Grasshopper. So why you need to pay for this 10% if you can uh, generate IFC? I would definitely recommend for sure. It's not that develop are another like Revit. You cannot just create so many plans and have automatization of drawing and mm -hmm. so what. But lots of design you can create in the parametric uh, tool. I understand. That's good. That's very good. We need better tools. We need faster tools. We need custom tools. So that's always good. And if I'm not mistaken, maybe you, you definitely maybe can use a Grasshopper with Revit as well, right? There yeah, must yeah. be a plugin or something. So yeah, there is a, a, a Rhino inside the Revit. Mm -hmm. So there's Rhino Insight technology when actually you can apply Rhino in the different softwares. And actually, it, uh, McNeil put a lot of effort to develop that. Sure, there are some links and possibilities missing. So there's still not the same possibilities to do the same thing, Dynamo and Grasshopper in uh, Revit. But still, I think they are going to manage next year, they're going to manage to grasp and reach the Dynamo, all the functionality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But uh, tell me something, why would somebody still need to use Tecla to design bridges? Wouldn't it be enough just to do it in uh, Rhino? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Actually, uh, still, uh, we use a lot of Tecla uh, for making reinforcement because Tecla, for example, is really awesome for making 3D reinforcement. It's like uh -huh. lots of tools inbuilt lots of components that are already created to reinforcement for the columns. So you can just do this reinforcement yeah. with one click. But actually it's possible. It's uh, if I, if you ask me if I can deliver bridge just inside the Rhino, I will say yes. Of course, it will be more time because I need to develop more scripts, more to yeah. do more work. Mm -hmm. But again, there is some maybe companies can save a lot of money when I, I when I am saying that. <laughs> yeah, Tecla is a good tool. But it's a very expensive one as well. That's... Yeah, yeah, it's on one of the leading. Actually, they put a lot of effort to develop all the components. So I pretty understand. But maybe we'll see what industry will come. Maybe it will be Swift and softwares like Blender or Rhino will change that. You know what? Blender definitely will do that. Blender Beam especially. Blender is already like a real tool for other industries, right? Yeah, I know that. I know that we there is still some uh, development is needed. But if I'm thinking about the future and what in, what software I'm going to use in the next maybe 10 years, so I will say that it will be for sure a Grasshopper and Blender. <laughs> so that sounds amazing. So learn Grasshopper. Who is this mm. for? Who should be taking this course? What is this actually? It's like a continuous course or what is this exactly? Maybe you can show me your screen or something. Yes, if you... yes I, I can share my screen. Awesome. Can you see? Can yes, you see I it? can see. Ready to become an engineer 4.0. Okay. Yes, correct. So this is the name of the platform. And actually, it's going to be this program, a road to become engineer for zero. So actually, the plan is to take an engineer without any programming experience from before, uh, even without any interest. Uh, it was as, as me that I didn't like program. 
-hmm. but take someone that already have this uh, skill to design for example it is a road designer bridge designer electrical designer or working with the water and savage and yeah. go into first level so go to uh, introducing to programming so here i would say that there is an intro and to programming and this is a grasshopper fundamentals this is the program that i have been working on last almost 11 10 months so actually this is program that actually making a first step into the road so actually again just starting from this basic knowledge and going with the a program functionality where to click where to how to make a script what actually is data what is the computational thinking what is visual programming so this kind of basic things and afterwards we go through students how to build algorithm how to work with complicated data tree structure this is really important because i think 95 percent of problems that I come from Grasshopper is coming from the data tree manipulation. This mm -hmm. is like a complicated data structures that are you are in the different levels. So I know for mm -hmm. me, it was uh, also a huge problem to understand it. So that's why I'm making this Grasshopper fundamentals training to even for a user, Grasshopper user that know and use Grasshopper for maybe two years, they are still having problems with manipulation. So that's why I have created this Grasshopper mm -hmm. fundamentals to maybe come back a little bit, just take a one step back and just go with all the fundamentals and learn more in the practical examples grasshopper mm -hmm. so but uh, just one second when you say uh, intro to programming you are referring to visual programming right we yes. are talking about visual programming here yes this was my point that i said before that the easiest way to come for engineer into programming world is yeah. starting with the visual programming Mm -hmm. Even there is a studies that it's 60% faster people can learn visual programming than the text-based programming. Of course, afterwards, you can do more with the text-based programming afterwards, but as an introduction, this is the best way. And the reason why this uh, program stands out from the rest that this is aimed for engineers, for all engineers actually, and architects working more with the structures. So for example, you can find a lot of information and tutorials about Grasshopper, but 95% of them are mainly focused on the architectural design. If you write on Google parametric design grasshopper, so you will get organic shapes like crazy geometry, yeah, like yeah, facades. Yeah. And this is not uh, what this program is aimed in. This is more like practical engineering examples. Mm -hmm. So here I will show you later how this program is structured. So this is the first part that I'm thinking about, like introducing to programming, starting with the visual programming. So this is mm -hmm. the first step. Next step is, uh, this is from my practice. The second step is to start using Grasshopper with different softwares because the best way of learning software is by parametric design is using at your daily basis. So that's yeah. why you need to learn how to use it with different software. So there's the software modules. So there is one for modeling. In the modeling, you will find different one module for Tecla, one mm -hmm. module for Quadri, one for Revit that we talked about right now inside Revit, one for ArchiCAD and one from BreezeCAD, which is also having on LifeLink. The same for the calculation software. There is plenty of softwares for analysis, structure analysis that already have connection. Caramba, it's a plugin. Sophistic, Fem Design, CI Engineering or Global. They have already established live connection. And this will be a modules where 
actually we go through practical examples and actually we are learning how to use Grasshopper in the inside these softwares. And mm -hmm. the last software is connected with the environmental design, like a Ladybug, Honeybee, or let's say One Click, which are more connected to environmental design. So this was the second part. The third part is generative design, which is going to be more and more in our industry. So generative design, so just short introduction. So we are letting, uh, allowing computer to find out all the parameters instead of we as engineers going to move a slider and put correct parameter. So mm -hmm. actually data, like a computer going to find this parameter for us. So actually it's going to find most optimal solutions. So we can optimize our structure. So actually we can use less material. We can, for example, save some money to optimize structure for the CO2 emission. Next, uh, next level is going for advanced scripting. So this is where you have this uh, knowledge about Rasshopper already, introduction to visual programming. You have used that in your software. Mm -hmm. uh, together with a software. So you have this experience for uh, some time. So the next level, uh, so it will be stage number four, you can actually start with programming. And it depends what we are going to use. Here we are going to introduce free programming, text-based programming languages. It's a Python, it's a C-sharp and Visual Basic. It depends, like all the free languages has different advantages. Python is maybe used more for machine learning. C-sharp is more for writing or own components, but it depends who is needing text-based programming. So after mm -hmm. you have basics, so afterwards it's a good moment to start using text-based programming. And the last two modules of that, so it will be, of course, about robotics. And there is uh, also how you can program a robot to make stuff for you. So mostly in the, our industry use for, for now, reinforcement creation, how you can optimize robots. As you know, there is coming more and more robots to our industry. So after you are knowing also text-based languages, so it will be easier to make robot program robots. And mm -hmm. of course, the last one, if you already went through this road, so it, afterwards we can apply machine learning. So mostly with Python. So we are going to work on the practical examples, how we can use machine learning in our industry. So this is how the whole road to become engineer for zero Rooklock. And this is my plan for next several years, because I would love to go through this road as well. Okay. So what is right now available on the website? What you are offering through is just the first part, the fundamentals? Yeah, correct. This is the part, uh, first part that is actually already finished. So there is already students are starting working on that. So it's a grasshopper fundamentals training. So there is a training uh, that actually will take a user from zero grasshopper knowledge to the user with the semi-advanced user. So this is roadmap, how this course, like a first step looks. So it's built for the 13 modules. So it's of course, welcome video when I'm showing where to start and actually how to work with the, or the materials. The next one is a module called start when I'm going to more theoretically, what is computational thinking, what is programming, what is visual programming and advantages. Mm -hmm. And afterwards we can already start with software. And of course, before we go to Grasshopper, we need to work with Rhino. So there is lessons about Rhino, how to use commands in Rhino, how to navigate and work with 3D structures. So after 
we went through these materials so students can start with the intro to Grasshopper, where is the introduction to interface, how to use radial menus, how to use all the bars. And in the module number four, we can start with the script definition. So I'm teaching students how to create a clear, clear script, what components they are should using and what methods. Next is going to list and data. So it's really important topic, uh, how the data is structured in uh, Grasshopper. And afterwards, of course, Grasshopper elements, such as uh, uh, points, vectors, and planes. Mm -hmm. Further, we go to the transformation. So when we know how to create algorithms and with elements, so actually we can transform and we can move, rotate, scale or project on. So this kind of basic transformation we are using. And in my opinion, one of the most important modules in this uh, online training is a data tree. When we are going from scratch, go and I'm going to explain how to work with data tree, how they are built, what kind of advanced transformation you can do. And actually, this is the module when actually you are going to master your data trees. Next uh, module is going to curves and surfaces. This is like a NURB, NURBS geometry. So there's really a theoretical explanation what actually curves and surfaces are and mm -hmm. actually how to work with them in the practical examples. And the last modules about additional stuff, text management on visualization of a script. And at the end, of course, there is a certificate with some bonuses. So extra lessons and the way what should user should do next. So after the whole training, so it will be like the level will be semi-advanced Grasshopper user, and it will be like a first step to become an engineer for zero. And who would you say that uh, should take this course? Your question will be better, who should not take this course? <laughs> <laughs> because it would be easier for you to say it will be any, it, no one. <laughs> it will be easier. So I will start who should not take this training. And for sure, it's this training is not aiming to people that are already teaching others in Grasshopper. This is not for really advanced users. So this is the first thing. Uh, second thing, it's not aiming for architects that are working with design. This is mainly because I'm not going to show here examples that are working with this crazy geometry, organic shapes. This is more practical engineering examples. Of course, there are architects are welcome to take this course, but more architects that are working with structures, building like a more about a practical use of a grasshopper than a creating a really hard geometry. And of course, it's not for people who can find uh, informations by themselves and they have lots of time. This course is like compacted and just showing all the step-by-step -step way how to do it. So of course, this all the knowledge you can find on the YouTube and on the Google. But of course, I done this myself. I learned Grasshopper by myself, but it took for me ages to find relevant examples and way to find a literary structure materials. Mm -hmm. So this is answer for your question, who is aiming? So basically for people that would like to change their way of working, they would like to have more fun at work and start to optimize, think and do things more effective. So mm -hmm. everyone who would like to start with parametric, with programming, and of course, for people who still using Grasshopper, but still having trouble with data tree structure. So it's not just only for basic users. This is also for intermediate users that are actually would like to learn new components and just see all the knowledge gather in one place. Mm -hmm. But uh, this is mostly for people who are designing stuff, right? 
would this be relevant for a BIM coordinator or BIM manager, for example? Yeah, definitely. I have lots of examples for BIM managers. So actually, this is like, this is not just for design. That's why I'm just creating training because nowadays you can find all only examples on YouTube just connected to design. But actually you can do like all programming that you can do with Python or C Sharp. Actually, you can also do in Grasshopper. So mm -hmm. for example, for BIM coordinator, I've been using Grasshopper by myself. I'm not a BIM coordinator, but I've been using that uh, Grasshopper. And for that reason, so actually you can check collisions automatically in the Grasshopper and program some of the data, import, export, and do modification as you wish, as it will be done in the text-based programming. Okay, that sounds good. We have two more minutes, so we should wrap it up. So what are the next steps? I remember that you, you have all these, uh, the next modules. Are you going to focus 100% of this or do you plan? Like I assume by the time when you get to the fourth or uh, fifth step, you should be 100% on this, I guess. Yeah, this is the thing that this whole plan is not going to, I'm going to create by myself. I'm going to introduce another people that are working in the ice industry, that experts. Oh, okay. uh, I am not expert in the different, all of these softwares. For example, I'm not using Revit, so I'm going to collaborate on this uh, training with another expert. I already have an agreement with another professors that actually are teaching C Sharp and another programming, text-based programming languages. So actually, they are going to create the trainings together with me. Wow. Okay. That sounds amazing. What is the price of this course? The first one, the just the only one that, that you have, if you can tell me that. Of yeah, course. for now, price that I'm actually I'm starting. That's why I'm introducing for 197 euros per lifetime access. So if you buy access access to these trainings, actually it's a one life, and you will have access to all the future updates. You will have access to that for like one, two, or five years for this course. Okay, that sounds good. So how is the course? Can somebody just join? whenever for this course or you will run it at some specific time yeah so this release of this course just started I, it's going to be open for registration for next eight seven days until 17th of, of november so actually it will be one possibility to join this training afterwards i will close registration mm -hmm. and i will going to work with the students together so it's not just you can just come whatever whenever you like. I would like to have students that actually are going to work all together with with my leading. But of course, if students they're not having time right now, so actually they can take for one month, but actually they need to register in until 17 of November and they can start maybe in two or five. Uh, six months but it, without my support uh, I, mm -hmm. I would like to have like this have it like an eight weeks program so actually i would like to follow up every week with new materials so actually i can see progress i can have live sessions together group live sessions with uh, students so actually there's a uh, eight weeks that we are going through but if someone having a pro uh, project that actually cannot join right now so that it, it's supposed to register already but it can take course after after sometimes by her or himself that sounds good cool where can people read more about this and how can somebody contact you yeah, so registration, so as I said, it will be open for a couple of days. Afterwards, this offer will disappear. But if you go to grasshopperfundamentals.com, so actually you can still register for a mailing list and just wait for the next edition. So actually I plan to have this edition once or maybe 
maximum twice per year. So actually you can just subscribe for Grasshopper Fundamentals uh, for my mailing list. You're going to receive some mails every, every week. And afterwards I will going to release new edition when the new students would like to join. So it will be again open for, for registration. Awesome. That sounds very good, Chris. Yeah, I think well. that it's, it's a really new opportunity for all engineers actually that they would like to change the way of working. So actually this program is really well structured and it's really, I'm taking users and taking by hand and going through all the steps that you can see on the screen. So it will be much more faster and much more fun to learn because there's more than 300 practical examples. So it's again, as in BIM Corner, we are not just showing like a pure theory here on the, through these 13 modules, we are going to solve more than 300 exercises. Yeah. Yeah, that's very good. Focusing on the practical part is that like you cannot learn programming without actually coding. That sounds very good. Well, thank you very much. It was a very, very nice introduction to this. I learned a lot about this. And by the way, if anyone is wondering, uh, this is not uh, paid advertising or something like that. I'm just curious. It's been a long time since I wanted to talk to Chris. So if you think that this could be something for you, go to uh, learngrasshopper.com, jump on it. I'm quite sure you won't regret it. Sure. Thank you for having me, Petro, and hope to see you live in Oslo. Of course. Soon, man. Thank you.